0: All right, joining us right now, hey, I mean, come on. It's the reigning Western Conference Player of the Week, onward and upward, next level. You got to slow him down to see him. Your point guard for the Sacramento Kings, De'Aaron Fox. What's up, my man? Long time. How are you?
1: I'm good, man. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it.
0: Always fun having you. Uh, you know, we're going to get into basketball and all that, but everybody tunes in to hear you, and I know you were on – With Jason and Doug, and those are great basketball minds. So, I just want to start off by pissing everybody off and asking you about video games. Uh, (laughs) So, so last time we talked, we were talking about PlayStation Five, and you were knocking out Spider Man. So, here is the thing: I am now like a couple months into owning my PS Five, and I've played that whatever that game was that came with it. The you know what I am talking about, right? whatever that room is or whatever that shows off the joystick and stuff that platformer
1: the little the little blue thing yo i haven't i've never clicked on that
0: bro i'm telling you when you get a chance it, it sh- they made it specifically to show off what the ps5 does the 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 the, the controller and all the new stuff and do you use the uh, do you use the headphones
1: um i mean i have a pair of headphones that i actually use but i didn't use what like comes with the system or nothing yeah so they
0: have those playstation headphones which actually i think make a difference anyways and uh it just shows off the <laughs> system so I, I beat that it's actually a really fun game and then uh dude i can't stop playing um god what am i playing right now i'm blanking the uh oh oh ghost of tsushima i can't and that's a ps4 game i can't stop playing ghost of tsushima at all. Did you beat it already or are you just doing like side missions or what are you doing? So, uh, first off, have you have you played it? I have played it. Oh, yeah. I love this game. I love this game. I love the whole like I I I haven't tried Kurosawa mode yet, and I kind of want to, but I'm 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 like I don't even know how far I am cuz this game's so huge, but yeah, I'm doing all I'm trying to get the dude uh to give me the uh the the bow and arrow right now and I'm helping the girl free her brother from the the Mongols. So I don't know <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how far I am but that so what would your grade be on that game then cuz I'm spending a lot of time on it.
1: Uh I mean I think that's in contention for game of the year honestly. Okay. Okay. For sure. How long did it take you to get Uh I I, I thought about re- re-downloading GTA um maybe putting some more heist and stuff in it and I've had friends that have been playing it so I think I might re-download that for the PS5. How long did it take you to get rid- uh get through
0: Ghost of Tsushima?
1: Uh, it took a while. Yeah. It was, it's a, it's a pretty long game, but I wasn't doing like a side mission and stuff like uh-huh. I would usually do. Because okay. I was just trying to beat it. And did you ever
0: end up uh, beating Assassin's Creed, Valhalla? You know what? I never even, I still haven't downloaded it. Because last time we checked, I, you were gonna, but wasn't there like Wi-Fi problems in the hotel or on the plane or something?
1: You were gonna? Yeah, yeah. and I just, and I ended up never getting okay. around to it. So you're just back to COD? Yeah, and, and... Cosm pissed me off, man. They had like this little progression problem yeah. where it turn the game off, and, and your progression would go back down a little bit. Did they so have, I've been dealing with that a lot.
0: Did they ever fix the thing where they were putting, like, weren't you pissed off when they were putting, like, all the casuals in with the regular guys that are good and they had some new ranking system that was bugging you?
1: Oh, no, skill-based matchmaking still, that's that's still strong. Okay. That's going very strong.
0: Well, watch this segue. Another thing that's going very strong, De'Aaron, is your uh, career right now. Uh, you went to another level in the the, the, the bubble. And now it's it, – it, am I wrong? Look, I've watched your whole career. i watch watched in Kentucky. I, I I feel like I'm familiar with games. game, so are these fans. Uh, is it just slowed down for you? I mean, what is it? It just feels like the game's slowing down.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, w- I would honestly say um, just shooting the ball, that's, that, that's, that's what's really opened up everything for, for myself and the team offensively. Uh, guys are having to step up. Guys are going over screen. Uh, it's, it's made the game – easier I, I i would say so um just i mean that, that that's really all it is i think the game pretty much slowed down for me uh a lot for my first and second season but then i wasn't really shooting the ball that well especially last year so um you know with that improvement i think that's where it, it's been a lot better for me
0: i had luke walton on last week we were talking about uh your your next steps and uh i was asking him and i wonder at one point loss in miami I think you went three eight from the line, and then you went thirteen. I think you made thirteen straight after that, or something, and uh, won the Mm -hmm. next two. Was that something you took with you? I I felt like that pissed you off.
1: Yeah, definitely. I mean, I think with the way that I shoot the ball, um, I should be a much better free throw shooter uh, than what I've shown. So, yeah, that's definitely um, it's definitely you know working a little bit. You know, it's not like I'm not in the gym working on it. Uh, It's just something that I have to be able to apply into the game. Basically, is it mental? Uh, I think a lot of it can be mental. You know, you see one kind of go out that you think you should make, and, you know, sometimes it just, it's a a snowball effect, too.
0: De'Aaron Fox with us. You made some comments about the All-Star game, and with everything going on, that uh, you weren't really a huge fan, which I found interesting. Last time we talked, I talked about how I, I know some people in your circle a little bit, and it's... It's interesting how you're not Mr. Endorsement Guy. You know, you 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 value time with your family and, and your your own time. That money doesn't define you. And I don't. You know, we talked about your contract, and everyone talked to you about your contract. And every contract pretty much has kickers in it for the All Star Game. So I'm going to guess that making the All Star Game is a quite a chunk of change for you. But that that doesn't phase you one bit. I I thought it was interesting that a player. On the verge of making an All Star game for the very first time, was like, "Yeah, we probably shouldn't have it this year." And I'm imagining for you, that's it. Just seems like that's not your priority. You're focused completely on the Kings and winning ball games.
1: Yeah, man, I'm definitely focused on that. And just you know, with the way that the season's been going, kind of with the COVID stuff and with games having to be canceled, um, that's you know, that's that's what I was really thinking about as far as you know, when I when I said, uh, "I think it's a bad idea to have the All Star game." And now, you know, you can kind of put more teams at risk and end up having to have games canceled. And I don't know. Uh, I just, I still sit by my statement saying that I don't think
0: we should have it. Well, LeBron backed you up. A lot of people said the same thing. I mean, you're definitely not alone. I'm curious if they asked you, if they ever asked you to be in the dunk contest, would you do it? In the
1: what? In the dunk contest. Oh, (laughs) no. I probably would never do the dunk contest anyway, though. I, I don't really. I'm not really a, a dunk contest dunker, though. Who's the best dunker on the team? Um, probably even either Marvin, Justin, or DeQuan. Okay. Or Glenn. I mean, you still got to put Glenn. Well, you yeah, still yeah,
0: he's yeah. got he's got the title. Marvin. Yeah, yeah, we, we we can't leave him out. Right, right. De'Aaron Fox with us. Uh, you mentioned Marvin. He's uh, he's been through a lot, and obviously, it's been documented both on court off court I don't want to get in the off court you've dealt with that enough but I gotta imagine as a fan I'm like I I, obviously we get frustrated at times but then you remember how young he is you remember how he's developing and I gotta tell you De'Aaron this last game when he was getting thrown all over the floor and taking charges and doing the small things I mean I don't want to sound corny but I'm like so proud of this kid right now and you could see it's starting to it, 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 you feel like it's starting to mesh in his head. And I don't know if you feel that way too as his point guard, but it, it just really seems like he's coming along and working his ass off.
1: Yeah, man. One thing for me with like, with, with, with doing this, like, you know, I see these guys every, just about every day, really. And um, seeing improvement and, and, you know, even the smallest area is just, you know, something that you just smile at. And, um, you know, he's he definitely, you know, just, still trying to figure it out and, you know, he's been better for us, um, especially over this course of the, of the, of games. And, you know, he's just, I mean, it's, it's a lot different from, you know, any type of basketball and people don't really understand that and how big of a swing it is from, you know, any, any type of basketball to the NBA. And uh, it's still a learning curve, but, you know, he's, uh, he's picking up things, you know, you know, better than he did the first couple of years. And I mean, he's continuing to grow. He's getting better every day. And then
0: speaking of development, you got a rookie that is like a, a vet. It seems I don't even know what the ceiling is for Tyrese Halliburton, but knowing that you have somebody off ball, you it allows you to play off ball. It allows you to run around and do your thing with the ball out of your hands. And I got to think, having him on the floor with you, you know, we talk about you taking the next step. That's really helped you, I think, open your game up and open defenses up for you too.
1: Yeah, definitely. Um, I think that that's another thing. I- that I talked about with uh, shooting the ball. You know, um, if you if you shoot the ball well, you can definitely play off ball. And obviously not, I think I'm athletic enough to play off ball. So um, that just adds another dynamic to our team. You know, having two guys that can either be on ball, off ball, create uh, create for themselves, create for others. Um, that just that adds a whole another dynamic to a team.
0: You know, fans are going to have opinions and, and that's fine. That's what, they, they pay the bills. I've, I have long been a huge supporter of Luke Walton and what you guys have had to go through. He's had to go through and you see the fruits of that labor. And I'm curious, you know, he's a coach off the floor and you're you're in many ways a coach on the floor. I just want you to talk about the growth of him as a coach, his demeanor, not too high, not too low. It just seems like you guys are really feeding off of each other this year. And he I feel like he does not get the credit he deserves.
1: Yeah, no, nah, I I love Luke as a as a coach, as a person. Uh, you know, we hang out. Um, you know, we've really gotten to know each other's families and all that. And um, I mean, he probably on the on the floor, he definitely takes me out more than anybody else. But I think it's because uh, we have that relationship. So, but uh, it's man, it's I, I love playing for Luke. Um, you know, he he gives us the freedom, but. Um, you know he's demanding he's very he, he's become a lot more demanding i think uh this year than he was last year um but he's i mean he he's he's great at making adjustments he's been great at making adjustments on the fly and obviously you know rotations change. sometimes you know you throw away you throw away the rotation sheet and you know you kind of go up, have to go off and you know how the game's going and i think he's done a great job at that um i mean he, he he's been great for us this year he's he's definitely been great for us i mean he's He's one of the main reasons that we've been on the streak, um, especially once we that that that, uh, that time that we had the two the two days of practice between Memphis, something in Orlando because we didn't have the Memphis game. Yeah, and uh, you know we, we were really getting that getting accurate in practice, and you know most things were about defense, and I think that's that's you know the real reason that we were able to turn this thing around. You
0: know, it's contagious, it seems. You'd said something a while back. In fact, I talked to Luke about this. I love the quote, which was, you know, we're holding each other accountable and also understanding that it's not personal and that 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 it's okay and you go back to all these championship teams that yell at each other on the floor and TNT picks it up and makes a big deal out of it but then at the end of the day we're all brothers we're family we hold each other accountable and at the end of the day we're we're a team i, I feel like that's contagious and there's a lot more accountability especially on defense
1: over the last couple weeks yeah definitely because that's where we knew we needed to get better at you know we can't you can't score 110 120 points and you know you're you're losing games i mean you're you're giving up way too many points so we knew, um, for us to get to where we want to go, uh, we'd, we'd have to buckle down on defense. And I think we've been a lot better over the course of this of the last like two weeks. But uh, we we know that it's it's still it still has a long way to go. We we know we can still continue to grow at that because if you're able to do it for the for two weeks, then you should be able to. You're trying to do it for a month, and then you know two months, and and throughout the course of the season.
0: We're wrapping up with our point guard Deer and Fox on KHTK. You know, when when you talk about that accountability uh and, and you talk about now now we get into analytics. Monty McNair is a huge analytics guy. We talked to him when he came in. And I am curious, De'Aaron, because that, that lineup we call the night shift is is you, Ty, uh uh, uh Rashawn, uh Harrison and Buddy. Uh, this blew me away when I looked at it. So you guys are third third in the league overall in uh in net rating. Uh you're third in offensive rating, you're second in in defensive rating, which blew me away, how good that lineup was on both sides of the ball. My question is, do do you get analytics shared with you guys? Is that something that's talked about, or is that just kind of noise you you try to stay away from? I'm just curious as to the inner dynamic.
1: Um, as a team, like with the coaches, we definitely get uh, some analytics thrown at us. Um, you know, usually going into a game, we 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 know where a team stands as far as you know if they turn the ball over a lot, if they're a team that gets in the passing lanes a lot. If it's a team that's not very good in transition defense, um, if a team plays, you know, a slow pace to where they're trying to, you know, limit possessions like we'll have in Orlando, like we know that they're, you know, one of those bottom teams in possessions per game. Uh, you, you always, as a team, you know, you, you always need to know these things just because every team is different. You can't go out and play, you know, the exact same way every time because every, everybody has a different type of playing style. So, yeah, we, we definitely get those numbers for sure.
0: People like us that have never experienced life on the court and playing basketball or any sport at the highest level like you, I think we always kind of wonder. I want to go back to the Pelicans game. Uh, that play where you it was like you ran through the lottery picks. You spun off a of Zion. He didn't know what's going on. You uh, faked Lonzo into the third row, and then you laid it up on Brandon Ingram. And in fact, I I slowed that down and put Chariots to fire behind it. I think I texted that to you. And it was <laughs> yeah. it, it, it was such an awesome play. And then what caught me is I feel like you knew when it was over when when you were coming up the floor. That's about as much emotion as I've seen out of you when you're in that zone and you finish something like that do you have that
1: awareness to know how special that was oh uh, yeah definitely uh there are times where like i kind of do something and like i don't know if the camera will see me but i'll be like God, i'll be like damn that was nice like i would actually say it like out loud <laughs> <laughs> so uh with, with with some things like it's like you said, like i it's i don't show like too much emotion after after like plays like that but like a lot of times, I would just be like, "Damn! Like that, that was nice." Well, that was one of the plays of the
0: year. Last thing for you, then. So you lose Philadelphia. Yeah, you'd won seven or eight. You lose to Philadelphia. Philadelphia's the best team of the East. They get paid to play too. And that was uh, that was. A, I know you're not into moral victories, dude. But that was as as impressive a loss as we've seen all year. You guys hung tough. They're a good team. So for you guys, is it just it's over? Forget about it, and and now you look to Orlando. Do you go in there kind of with a mini chip, like, all right, we're not falling back into this crap. We're going into or we're going to deal with Orlando one game at a time and move. How do you how do you assess and and decompress from a
1: loss like that? I mean, like you said, yeah, you 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 got to be able to let it go. You know, this is a long season. You're going to go on losing streaks. You're going to go on win streaks. Uh, but what you want to do is not let that um. You know, not let that become like a snowball effect. You know, if you lose one, you know, that, that is what it is. You know, you're going to lose games in the NBA. Everybody loses games. game. But you, got, you can't let that affect how you play the next game. And I think, I mean, I think we played a good game. We, we kind of stalled out in the second half. We didn't really score. Uh, I think we scored 40 points in the second half. Uh, so, you know, you just let that go. And we, and we prepare for Orlando. You know, we've seen this team. We, uh, we, we know how they play. We've beaten them. And uh, you kind of just come out and you be ready. That's 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 what NBA basketball is about. You can't you can't continue to think about one loss. You don't. It's not football like you, you have a week to you know think about it. You know it's a quick turnaround. And even though this is technically a long turnaround for NBA purposes because uh, we have two days in between, but you know you, you watch the film, you go to practice, you fix whatever you need to fix, and you get ready for the next game. I'm always open with the
0: audience, peeling back the curtain because. Uh, even though this is playing at 8 a.m. in the 8 a.m. hour, uh, De'Aaron and I are speaking the night before and recording this so he doesn't have to get up that early. He's got food waiting. I've got food waiting. So <laughs> I cannot let you go. This is for this is for everybody in Sacramento listening right now, and you know with everything going on off the court, there's a lot of real-life pain. I'm talking sports pain right now. Last night, um, late in the game, you guys fouled Ben Simmons intentionally. Everybody in the fan base, De'Aaron, was thinking – man, this is where the fans would be clutch. This is where the fans could scream and yell when he's at the free throw line and really make a difference. When you guys are having this resurgence, and you knew this when you got here from Kentucky, I heard you talking about it. You are a student of the game. You know Sacramento. You played at Rupp, home of the $2 soft serve. You know what fans can do. Do you guys ever think about how great it's gonna be if you're able to maintain this level of skill and winning when you finally get eighteen thousand Rabid Kings fans back in there supporting you?
1: Yeah, man, for sure. We we talked about it, uh we talked about it before, even when we played um when we played Denver last time and Hassan blocked a dunk oh. and he was like man turned around and I forgot we didn't have fans, so he's like he couldn't really like get as hype as he wanted to get. So um, guys are definitely, you know, looking forward. And I think I can, not even just us, you know, speaking for the whole league, I think I can say that everybody is is uh, is ready to have man's back, man. You're going to need earplugs, bro.
0: You're absolutely going to need earplugs. Yeah, pro- it's going to go bonkers. De'Aaron Fox, reigning player of the week, the first of many, a uh, future all-star. It's a scam if he doesn't make it, even if he doesn't think it's a good idea. It's uh, We we agree, but it's an honor and a, a privilege. Love seeing you grow, dude. Love seeing you grow as a person. Love seeing you grow as a player. Always a pleasure talking to you. Go fill that belly, and uh, we'll, we'll, we'll wish you luck for the next game against Orlando, my man.
1: Cool, man. I appreciate it.